How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What is up, Will? What up, what up? Hey, buenas noches, my friend. That means good night. Buenas noches. It's so late. I know, especially the night edition of Story of the Fight. Welcome, everybody. My name is Romero. That's my boy, Will. And this is Story of the Fight, where we talk all things mixed martial arts. And uh, we usually go on Sunday mornings, Will. Normally, usually. we do Sunday mornings. But we know we knew we had to get together to talk about tonight's card. <clears throat> also, your boy here has been knees deep in uh, baseball tournaments. Not my own, <laughs> yeah. but my son's. Uh, so <laughs> your boy's got baseball tomorrow morning, man. It's been rough. It's been rough, but we've been making it happen. You know, yes. we're back. We're doing it now. We're doing it late. We're doing it right off. 295 ended. You know, it just I happened. mean, what better time, really, if you think about it, right? Everybody's still yeah. hyped about the fights. I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah, but hey, it. everybody, we're trying to reach 10,000 subscribers. So yeah, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You can find us uh, on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else podcasts are found. And if you're wondering where might those locations be, Will? Yeah, go to storythefight.com. It'll list all of our uh, handles, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Twitch. Merch. Reds. Find merch there. Uh, yeah, you'll get our store. If you want to support uh, Story of the Fight podcast, can't show you the back of it. <laughs> Andrew Tosi. There we go, Andrew, Andrew Tosi. Tosi, Tosi. Yeah, fighting uh, next weekend uh, for his pro Ooh. debut. But there's more than just that on there. But yeah. Awesome. Oh, hey, with that being said, let's get right into it. We had a big event tonight, UFC 295, man. Prohaska versus Pereira. Man, I have been looking forward to this fight. <clears throat> and I know that tonight was supposed to be John Jones versus Stipe. Mm -hmm. And then this was supposed to be the co-main event, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, and you know what? Even though this was moved into the main event, we lost that other fight. I'm not mad at it, bro, because we got a couple of absolute warriors going at it. This was. I mean, look at this picture. I mean, you got a samurai versus Boatan straight from the Brazilian Amazon, bro. Come on. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. When they, this know. is like a Mortal Kombat fight, you know. Is this one of the best face-offs ever? Uh, it probably. It's it up probably there. is. It probably. It's is. up there. You know. You know. Uh, but you got Ijuri Prohaska making his comeback after he had his shoulder surgery. You know, he re relinquishes the belt. He says, "Hey, I don't want to be holding up the title." I, I can come back, fight, and get my title back. Respect to him. And then you got Alex Pereira, man, who went into middleweight, takes out Israel Adesanya, loses the title there, and then says, you know what? Your boy be dropping too much weight. So he yeah. steps up, <laughs> right, to light heavyweight, still coming in looking massive, by the dude, way. so big. How, how is he making 185, dude? I don't understand. Yeah, that, that's like the common thread now is, is how did he do it? <laughs> because he's, I don't know. He, he looked way bigger than Idri. And like, you know, we talked about it, you know, Samurai Warrior with Idri, uh, Alex Padeda, the the tribal, tribal warrior, the, the paint, the, the headdress, all that stuff. So cool. Dude, 
this was the walkout was so intense. They both have crazy walk. They're not just listening to like random songs, you no. know. It's like tribal music and like gnarly guitar and like drums and stuff for for Yidri. It's like and they're, they're both going out. to war, dude. Yeah, they're going to war. You know it's going to deliver. And then they get to the cage and they're just staring each other down. It, the best mixed martial arts stare down still probably Wanderlei versus Krokop, right? Back in Pride. But dude, for UFC, this this stare down was insane, dude. It was so tense. Was it the movie Troy where Brad Pitt like goes out there, right? And he gets that arrow and he takes down that massive dude with the arrow. But it's like the old days where you have like this civilization, right? And you have this civilization, yeah. like, hey, here's my best, dude. Where's your best? Yeah. All right, let's have him go at it, and this is going to decide, like, which one of our – yeah, yeah, and this is it, dude. Like, yeah, do absolute warriors crazy, going at dude. it. And then uh, with Alex then, Pereira, dude, when he does the little arrow thing and he releases yeah. and he just fucking screams, dude. I'm like, huh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so intense. But then you have Pereira that's in there. Yidri walks into the octagon, and the way that they don't take their eyes yeah. off of each other – from the moment that they're both in there, it was, yeah, it was so terrifying. intense, man. So yeah, it was, intense. It was so good, dude. To the point where the commentary crew is just cracking. They're just laughing. They're like, this is crazy. They're just staring at each other. And the camp, Can you, you imagine tell the camera crew. The, you, yeah, and you could tell the production team's like, get, get the camera on Yudri. He's just staring at him. Just get the camera on him. And they're like, hey, but Pereira also. Just get the camera on him. And they just kept switching back and forth between them as they're doing the dude, announcement. Was there was this amazing shot, which I wish they had a picture of. But you have Yuji Prohaska, right? And the camera's behind him. And in front of him, oh, you, you see, see Bruce him Buffer yeah. that's screaming. And behind him, you just see just... Alex Pereira just stoic, dude. <laughs> staring so him down. Oh, my God. It was amazing. So, And look then, at Mark Goddard. And then after picture. that. Yeah, look yeah, at Mark dude, Goddard. Just like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm here to fuck this whole thing up. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> uh, but the, the crazy thing is that after all that that we just talked about, they actually fought. And so yeah. you have like, dude, and Yiji comes in, man. He's looking loose. And the thing that I've always loved about uh, Yiji is that he's so unpredictable, man. Like he's coming yeah, in like different angles dropping. from a weird angle. And after he drops, he comes up with like an uppercut. And the thing is that, that such everybody knows. Yes. Yeah, dude, so good. Everybody knows that he is so wild, right? And mm -hmm. so, well, I shouldn't say wild because he actually he's in control, right? Like he's yeah. in control. But his style might seem a little wild compared to a lot of just regular orthodox fighters and then when he's doing this like you just don't know what he's gonna throw so you have to react yeah. to everything so no well, matter what that. it is that he was fainting mm -hmm. Pereira was yeah, reacting and and not just that well real quick uh blunderbub shout out blunderbub uh hey, hey blunderbub. it wasn't enough that game bread was terrible but now you guys got to rub it in with this <laughs> game bread fc but but yeah like it. specifically because everybody knows alex Pereira. He hasn't been grappling forever. You know, kickboxing champ, glory champion, came over to MMA. He's shown improvements in his ground game and defensive grappling. But if you know it's still – if you're going to find a weak spot, that's it. Me it still is. Glover. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, it's, it's, it's getting better. But you know yeah. that's, the path, that's the best path you have. If you can yes. grapple, if you're fighting path him. of least resistance. Exactly. So with Yizri coming in and he's dropping like that, that's he's he's fainting takedowns and you know yeah. that Pereira has to react because his skill set isn't quite there yet he he needs to be there quick which is why the uppercut off that that uh that faint of the takedown is so good that drop step to an uppercut is there because he's reacting to a takedown but you know what else is there those leg kicks 
Oh, every dude, time yeah. Yidri is ducking and dropping, he's planting on that leg. That's what's happening, right? So he, he just throws that leg kick so effortlessly, and you can tell it's tearing him up. And and it's dude, his, his I think it was three kicks in, was, and you could see yeah. Yidri was screwed on that leg. Not stoked. Not yeah. happy about it. <laughs> yeah, not at all, dude. Not yeah. at all. Um, but the the kick is so quick, and it doesn't look like he's putting very much behind it. Like you see mm-hmm. in Edson Barbosa when he throws that kick, and he just he like turns. winds up, dude, and he turns yeah. into it. With him, he's just like, whack. Just like, well, but it looks he- like it's heavy. It's well, what's heavy. so good, so you think about like, you, like if you're Alex Pereira, everybody knows the best thing you got is that left hook, right? The lead left hook. He's orthodox. And the way you want to throw that is you almost want, I mean, there's a leaping left hook, but there's also the check left hook, which is you draw them in, you step back with your with your right leg, step back and turn over with the left with the left hook. So what he can do is he does a really good job. He did this more in glory kind of where he'll throw the rear leg high kick, you know, he'll throw that a lot, even if it's not to land. And as he brings it back down, he uses that as the step back to throw the left hook. So mm. you're thinking about the left high kick. You have to block it because yeah. he still kicks hard. You have to block it. And then as he's stepping back down, he's throwing that left hook. It's, a, it's such a good two-piece uh, combo. But then you think about the way he throws this um, this low kick with the same leg as the high kick. And like you said, he doesn't turn into it. It's almost like he kicks up into your shin. And it's the same as bringing his leg up to a high kick. So it's like, is he throwing a high kick? Is he throwing a low kick? And when he throws the low kick, he can st- he steps back. It's it's the same thing to cork that left hand, that left hook. It's it's such a good game. It's like it's not one dimensional. It's you know people think oh the left hook's not get him get him through the MMA rankings, but dude, it's not just a, a left hook. The way he sets it up with these low kicks and the high kicks that look the same, so you don't know which one it is. Like it's just it's a really really good game. Uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Blunderbub. Uh, says also this time slot works great for me if you're thinking about changing it up. <laughs> it is uh, midnight for Ramiro right now. <laughs> yeah, your boy is sleepy. Yeah, I'm old. Uh, so Region says late night breakdown and overcovering eyes. I'm here for it. I think that's an uh, emoji that doesn't get shown. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of like the the onset of the Regen fight, right? Says of, one a.m. for me. Still here though. Love hey, it. Shout out Region. I know um, he's a real one. Yeah, and, and babies must be asleep. You know. Yeah, exactly. Good time. Uh, good time. And and Yidri, like, like I said, it wasn't just the faking of the takedown. It's faking of, of level cha- of level changes, but it's also off to the side. You know, you don't really want to faint left and right against a left hooker, right? Because he might faint right into that left hook. Um, but but he's just doing a good job of being so unpredictable. His rhythm is so unorthodox. Um, it's 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 a fun matchup. It's such a fun matchup, and it was great because the leg kicks were there for Alex. And he was chewing him up. And then just when it started seeming like, hey, you just got to do something here. He can't just keep eating these leg kicks. And he gets it on the single leg. And he gets him up mm-hmm. against the fence. And he takes him down. And he pounds him out a little bit. Lands a couple elbows. Nothing too crazy. Right? But but it was good. It was good. Um, yes. Dude. And now, and now you're like, and great. It just, it's not one-way traffic anymore. We got to fight. Yeah. You know? Go ahead. That's what I thought. I, no, that's what I'm oh, saying. Okay, okay. At that point, because because at that point, usually wasn't landing too much, right? But Alex was chewing up that leg, and it looked like it was kind of uh, like it was going. It was a downward trend for Yidri at that point. He gets the takedown. He lands good, some good elbows. Then we're like, great. It's not one sided. The second, the first round ended. Most of the scorecards said Yidri won it despite his leg getting chewed up, and it was like, all right, what do we got here, round two? You know. 
But by the way, uh, Pereira coming in uh, the favorite to this. Uh, it seems like minus one fifteen. Uh, Prohaska mm-hmm. plus one hundred. Yeah. Um, Long layoff you know, for so, UG. Yeah. Pereira's been fighting the best of the best in the meantime. <laughs> yes. So once a the, the other thing I thought about with this fight, right? Prohaska has shown he can get caught. Mm-hmm. So we saw it against Dom Reyes. Uh, those flash yeah, knockouts. The, <laughs> the recovery is crazy. Uh, Poatan, Pereira, maybe. Shows mm-hmm. that he's also shown he can get caught, right? We saw it against Izzy, and here he is getting um, caught. And he this got picture. caught, and so the thing is, he gets caught here, but your boy's still dangerous, man. Like all it takes is one shot from this guy. But Yidri came in like a straight samurai that he is. I was just like, you know, I'm gonna try to put this guy out real quick. Dude, but he did a good job but, of like stuttering, right? He wasn't just going left, right, left, right, like so many people. And, and again, you know, because he has that that uh, unorthodox style of fighting. Mm-hmm. But it has to react to everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he's like stutter steps in. He's like, and like he, my left hook now. Can I throw yeah. the left hook now? <laughs> Dude, it's just so good, man. It was just he, such a fun uh, chess match. Yeah, and and eventually Yudri backs him up against the fence again with with some big right hands, and to the point where Alex looks like he's kind of like, you know, when you have that like gaze where you're almost like you can see them kind of looking past the opponent, and they're like Dear they're fighting. Headlines. Yeah, not, not not so much deer in headlights. We'll cover that in the Mackenzie Dern fight, but not so much deer in headlights, but almost just like a glaze over it, and you're just kind of like nothing's in focus probably for autopilot. Them, but they're still fighting. Yeah, probably autopilot a little bit. Okay. Um, and then you you just going in for the kill, but he's not reckless. He, like you said, he's he's herky jerky. He's he's fainting still. It looked really good, but then Alex hits him with that right hook, and he knocks him into his left hook, and you're like, oh no, and. Yidri immediately feed her out. Feed her out. He's on his knees. He goes for a double leg. Uh, Alex switches, hits him with some hammer fist. He gets the head to the side, hammer fist. Goes Travis Brown elbows while Yidri's up against him. Yidri drops to a knee and you're like, no. Or at least me. I was like, no. And then and then he almost falls back. And you're like, oh, no, here we go. And and they fall back and, and Alex is in mount. And then Mark Goddard is like, that's it. Oh, here's a left hook. But uh, Beautiful combo, then, by the way. Yeah, it was great. And then Mark Goddard's like, he's out. I need to stop this. And then in the scramble of Alex falling forward over him because Mark's stopping it, Yudri spins over, goes to turtle position, and he's like, huh, where is he? And then <laughs> and then it's over. And you're like, shucks. A little bit of a downer on that one. I'm not going to lie. And look, obviously, I'm a massive Yudri fanboy. You know, we got the glove. We got the signed glove. I was hoping when I bought it, it was going to be a two-time champ signature. Still think it's oh. possible. Um, Regen says, uh, good stuff from Alex, but early stoppage for me personally. Um, look, Yizri is a straight-up savage. He's a straight-up martial artist. They interviewed him after the fight, and he said, looking back on it, I see uh, I see, like, why it was stopped. I, w- I was hurt there and maybe I was a little bit out there and everyone's going to point to that and see like, it was a good stoppage. Even Yidri said so. Yeah. I think he's very humble, very respectful, not trying to take anything away from Alex. It's a I still away. think it wasn't a, it wasn't a great stoppage. Look, uh, you know, and also how does Glover get Padeta up on his shoulders? Jeez, dude. Glover's so strong, dude. You know, he's got that old anybody, man strength. Anybody who can make a career, towards the end of their career and and 
go to that overhand to takedowns combos where you just shuffle in and you throw that overhand like Glover and Francisco Trinaldo and Alexi Olenek, like those types of guys, you know those dudes are just strong as hell, dude. <laughs> Regent says, I just want to go back to the Frankie Edgar Gray Maynard days. One of the best fights. One of the best fights. The second yeah. one is just yeah. all-time classic. But I just want to go I back mean, to the Mario Yamasaki days, you know what I mean? Mario Yamasaki. I mean, we had some earlier in this card with the Mackenzie Dern fight. She got dropped like three times, and uh-huh. we're like, let it roll. But in a championship fight against a guy who, I mean, ah, I get it. In the split, when he fell Hello, back, dude. it probably looked that really just, bad if you're Goddard. You the know? thing is that we just don't know, and that's the part that sucks. Because yeah. let's be real here, dude. You have Alex Padeda. That fell into mound on top of you when you're yeah. dazed already, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know if you saw, but Yidri's initial reaction was his arms went up, you mm-hmm. know, and like I think he was Alex still playing. He was, I think maybe. he was playing off his back a little bit. I think maybe. not playing like or, playing possum. I mean, he. I think he was playing like he's just like, like, he's like was watch just, me trick this guy right now. I'm gonna eat a couple <laughs> shots. He's gonna think I'm yeah, out. Yeah, no. Then I'm gonna make my move. This wasn't a verdoom, no. but <laughs> it's it, what I'm saying is maybe we just don't know, and that's and the hind, part that look, sucks, dude. Hindsight's twenty twenty. When you see it back, and you see as soon as Pereira, what what Yuji probably thought was happening was Pereira fell forward with the momentum. And and he created a, and thought he created a scramble because you see him spin over to turtle position onto his knees and like try to like follow through with that, but it didn't. But look he like was also able reaching. to spin into turtle very easily because he was no no. Out I'm just saying, him. and so, so that means that he's not is, unconscious, is what I'm saying. It's so it's just we we just don't know. That's the part yeah. that sucks. We just yeah. don't know because I I I still think that Alex probably finishes him. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm I'm probably biased, but I, I don't think so. I I think uh, Idris crafty man. He's crafty in a scramble like that. I think he's. I think he. Dude, look. You watch the war with Glover Teixeira. Do you think Alex has a better top game than Glover Teixeira? There's no way, right? So like, we've seen him in the past go through dog fights, hit sweeps, hit reversals. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just like a championship Dominic. fight. Exactly, yeah. Dominic Reyes against Glover Teixeira. I mean, the Glover Teixeira fight was a back and forth banger where he was gonna lose but ended up choking him out you know yeah uh it's it's just it sucks to leave it with like a little bit of a bitter taste but um regions regions yeah we got robbed of the greatest main event war of all time (laughs) exactly you know what we're we're talking here about yuji prohasco really we're the losers you know (laughs) yeah we lost out dude now we we don't know yeah run it back (laughs) Run it back. Well, it's, well, they'll do Pereira versus uh, Jamal Hill probably, right? I don't know what the timeline is for Jamal Hill, but I'm sure he'll get a title shot Im- immediately when he comes back. Maybe you do this one back. I don't know what the timeline. He's always Achilles, right? Ah, dude, just Jamal run Hill it back. Yeah, Achilles, dude. He needs some time. Playing basketball, wasn't it? Yeah, in like a pickup game with like a yeah, bunch of other UFC cool. fighters. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, pretty common injury in basketball, huh? Achilles. I feel like most of the Achilles injuries Football, I hear about are basketball. basketball. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So yeah, uh, what a main event! Congratulations, Parabens, yeah. as they say, Parabens. It was a great fight time. while it lasted. Fun, fun stuff happening in there. All right, two-time man. champ, two-division champ, Alex Pereira, two-sport champ, champ, kickboxing, UFC. I mean, it's crazy. And he calls out Adesanya. I don't really want to see Adesanya at light heavyweight. I'm not gonna lie. I think he just doesn't want to end it like that. You know that? Did he say that uh, rivalry? He did say, "Come to Daddy." God damn, <laughs> those two, man, that's dark, dude. <laughs> dude, I can watch this like ten times. 
you know, like Adesanya versus Pineda. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I can watch it over 100%. and over again. Yeah. Blunderbub says, uh, if you want to feel better about it, watch that game bread card and watch some refs who I'm not sure were even watching the fight. That Jason Knight, oh my God, dude, versus uh, was it Randy Costa? That fight could have been stopped like three or four times. And the refs were just like, why, why couldn't those refs be here? We need that ref for this fight. <laughs> yeah. All right. Seriously. Uh, anything else on the uh, main event? No, I'm very excited to see Yidri back in action. Though I'm so glad he's back. One of the most exciting fighters in the sport. Pereira is now a champ. I cannot wait to see. Another one of the most exciting these guys. fighters in the sport. Yeah, it's, it's like there's no boring fights. What happened to light heavyweight? There was a lull there when, when John Jones made it a wasteland. And then anytime a dominant champ leaves, eventually it kind of like regrows. You know, it's like... Uh, it's like Chernobyl or something, you know. <laughs> the thing about Alex, he's just the epitome of uh, he's got a puncher's chance. Always, always. And, and as there. time goes on, that grappling's only gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. People needed it's to capitalize on that early, and it might be a little too late. Maybe someone like Ankalaev, you know, gets him out of there. Yeah, but yeah. but why are we gonna do that? We got Jamal Hill. <laughs> we, got, we got a rematch with Yidri. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, we'll go on to the. Co-main event, dude. I was excited for this one too. Now I know that we talked about losing uh, John Jones versus Stipe, but mm-hmm. Will, it's a better anybody fight. that's watched the show can say, or anybody that just started watching the show can go back and watch the very first time Aspinall fought. And yeah. the boy here said it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I said that this is a heavyweight that moves like a middleweight, and he's a serious problem. Dude, his footwork, his ability to dart in and out and side to side, and that head movement, like a fucking heavyweight Anderson Silva in there. I was just, like, is that Fury in there? Is that Fury it's that crazy, I'm crazy, dude. It's crazy. Dude, it now, now, now. He got cracked once. And you even saw, like, you saw the, the, the tongue roll across the, yeah. the mouthpiece, you know, because, like, okay, my lip kind of well, hurts now. Well, let's not forget, too, uh, let's put some – like you said, John Jones versus Stipe was supposed to be the main event. Sergey Pavlovich was the backup. He's training just in case he gets a shot at that because, look, John Jones pulls out of fights late in his career, uh, and Stipe's 100 years old. So the chances of something happening to that were probably pretty great, uh, obviously. And I'm sure Sergey uh, was, like, hoping for that. You know, he was he was training for a championship fight. Tom Aspinall, on the other hand, got the call two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> and... Did not have a training camp. So he steps in. Didn't need it. And that's the backstory of the fight, basically. But like you said, he got cracked early. Pavlovich hit him. And you're like, okay, that's a good, that's good that he took the shot. He looked, he, he, he wore it well. He reacted to it, but he wore it well. Mm-hmm. He was lighting up those leg kicks. Oh, Tom Aswell with the leg kicks. And then he throws that one, two. He goes, ba, ba. And, and the, to the, the chest, one, by the way. Just goes, I was about to say, just to the chest, Boom. just the range finder. Beautiful. You just got to find range. Everybody's head hunting all the time. You don't need to connect to the head. Sometimes a punch to the chest, like Matt Sarah told Chris Wyman, punched a hole in his fucking chest. Maybe it was Ray Longer. <laughs> it was one of the two. And then and then he went out there because you can't hit him in the head. So like yeah. you just have to land on him, and eventually you'll start finding that range, and and he'll move into it. Or you you know how it is. But jab to the chest, right hand over the top, stuns him, and you're like, ooh. And then he goes wobbly. Bop, bop. Hits him again, dude, with some nasty hooks. His hand speed for heavyweight is just incredible, dude. But it's not great just pictures. From you this mentioned fight. you mentioned his ability to get in and out, right? 
So he yeah, finds his range fresh. quickly, and he knows that he doesn't have to stay in that danger zone very long because he could step in faster than any other heavyweight, and his yeah. hands are fast enough to beat Sergey's punches to the mm-hmm. punch, I guess. Punch. He's beating him to the punch. He's <laughs> yeah, so beating him to the punch. He is, dude. Uh, I don't know about that shoulder tattoo. Tattoo that he has, like it just looks like the a all black, black spot on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mm. know about it, but but yeah, I like his tattoos. Good hands, <laughs> nonetheless, dude. Uh drops Pavlovich. And dude, I'm not gonna lie, I stood up off the chair, started screaming. Did you oh, super oh dude? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I I like to have Tom Aspen a lot. I I've Same. I've been singing his praises since day one, dude. I just yeah, I, we we don't see heavyweights like this, and especially in the heavyweight no. division where you see the uh Tai Tui Vasas, you need you see some of these fighters that are Derek, uh, Lewis. Derek Lewis, Roy Jinx. Nelson. Shout out yes. Game Red got robbed. He definitely beat Roy. Alan Belcher, even though he's my boy. They're they're just big and they're sluggish and you, but it's fun. It's still fun, right? Because they're mm-hmm. heavyweights and you know that at any given time, yeah. But then you see this guy come in here and you see the movement and you're like, dude, this guy is different. Dude, that combo where he slipped like two or three punches from Pavlovich, you don't see that in heavyweight Ooh. MMA. Like you said, you see that Tyson Fury, you see that from heavyweight boxers, but not an MMA, dude. He's slipping punches. Oh, my God. He looks like that's the real champ. Yeah, like a it's shitty a grin champ. on his face, too, dude. It's like he stepped yeah. back after he did that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, dude. It was, it was, sweet. <laughs> it was sweet, man. So uh, very happy for Aspinall. Uh, Sergey Look how happy Cavalier. he is. Dude, you I know love what? this picture. By the way, going into this, it was a pick em fight. Minus mm-hmm. 115, minus 115. Vegas said, I have no idea who's going to win. Um, yeah. You know, they should have called me, though. They should have <laughs> called me. So I'd have been like, Aspinall's your favorite. Yeah. Hands down. And yeah, I had, I had well, Aspinall by first round knockout, actually. The the new UFC game has like a, when it's like the fight week, you can like make your picks. And I was like, I actually, you know what? I had to double check. I think I had Pereira second round knockout. And I think I had, uh, and I know I had Pavlovich or boy? Aspinall. Look, man, I'm realistic. He came off a shoulder surgery a year off. But yep. been, you know, it's just it's a fight. Dude, I, I should have put some money down because when I was taking a look at this card, right, I thought to myself, mm-hmm. like every once in a while, like I'll see a main card. And I think to myself, like, hey, I think I could pick five out of five here. Like I feel mm-hmm. really confident about these fights, right? And yeah. this was one of them. Uh, and if I would have just put down a parlay, I probably it's something, dude. Yeah, I it, we always know, talk about that. We should have gone through and bet. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, um, Rub said, knew nothing about Nelson, but I seen that barrel strapped to his torso and said, That's my boy, <laughs> <laughs> bro. If you if you didn't see it, go back and watch old old Roy Nelson fights, some bangers. Roy and Nelson was Brendan Shaw, uh, one of the best ever, yeah, one of the best, especially <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, some fights age very well. One? Uh yeah, let's do it. All right, let's move be, on. Uh, tough for you, huh? Dude, it is, man. You know, Jessica Andrade versus Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern, my girl, uh, looking to be in fantastic shape, by the way, going into this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I found <laughs> but... out that she was no longer or no longer going to have Jason Perillo in her corner. And Dude, I did you myself, hear Dean Thomas? Oh no. Did yeah, you hear yes. Dean Thomas? After the first yes. round, he's like, I don't know who it was that told him to get rid of Jason Perillo, but that guy needs to get fired. It's like, 100%. It's like, because what? we saw Mackenzie Dern, and we've talked about this in the podcast before, too. You, you mm-hmm. know who she reminds me of? She reminds me a lot of Ronda Rousey, where she's such 
a strong specialist in her yep. craft, in her case, jujitsu, right? And her striking, though, there's such a big gap where she leaves her chin way up in the air. She's throwing wild shots. You know, she, she doesn't have a solid base, solid foundation. Yes, just like that, like stepping forward. It, and it's against Andrade? Against Andrade out of all? Yeah, he, it looks like she's running right now. It doesn't look like she's fighting. Like, look at the but, way her, but, her right hand is back. Her left, her right leg is forward. Like, not good. We see this sometimes from jiu-jitsu practitioners, experts that have a hard time in the MMA grappling for takedowns, right, with their wrestling. Yeah. If they have no chain wrestling, if they struggle in, in just takedowns in general, she has the hip toss, the head hip toss, which that's it. All of, but everybody in women's MMA has that. It's yes. Like, it's probably the most effective thing in women's MMA because every it's almost like if there's more than two women's fights on a card, you're going to see at least one head and arm throw. It's like it's the most happen. commonly used technique. But beyond that, she struggles. So what she tends yeah. to do a lot is she tends to blitz in. And when she blitzes in, if she can get a hold of you, yeah, that's, try to that's another form of her. Yeah, to, to try mm -hmm. to get you down, right? Um, so it, Shout out Adam Hurley. Hey, thanks check. for joining us, Adam Hurley. That being said, again, Perillo no longer in a corner. You see mm -hmm. the regression in her striking because I felt like Perillo was cleaning a lot of that up. Well, you saw her kind of start to fight behind her jab with Perillo and just be a little bit more composed because that's the biggest thing. You could see when someone's not like they don't have the, the experience in striking is it's like they get sloppy. They overexpose things. And they're not composed. That's like the biggest thing. They break form. Like when you can just stay calm, stay in the pocket, keep your form. That's like the biggest thing. If you're a fighter, if I'm fighting you, the first thing that I'm trying to do is break your form so that I can get something on you to get you off balance. You know, like that's like the number one thing. That's like the bare minimum. If you strip everything else down, you know, and you could see some of it. Like she was landing some straight punches like this, this shot here. She she tagged uh, Andrade a couple times when Andrade was just yeah. trying to like move backwards, right? And she was just bam, bam, bam. But then it's like as these things start to get ex like extended, you see this. And then yeah. what this leads to is this. <laughs> is someone who doesn't break form. And Ouch. they can stay in that fire. And they can stay composed. And when you break form, they can land on you. Hey, how tough is she? And then you see though, this. Huh? Yeah. But when we talked about deer and headlights, this is the picture I was thinking of. This is after Andrade dropped her in the second round. And <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, I have to get back oh, up. Oh, no. This is a terrifying picture. And then it doesn't get yeah. better from there. And then when you say, when you think about it, it reminds you of Ronda Rousey. His finishing sequence reminded me of Ronda Rousey versus Amanda Nunes, where you're not even in a stance at this point anymore. If you look at her legs, and it's the mummy guard, and it's the pushing away, like, I don't want to get hit anymore. It's the lean back, push away with your arms. And meanwhile, someone's throwing fireballs at you. And and they're, and they're not reaching and they're not sloppy. They're composed. Look at her squared stance, throwing hooks. Like Andrade hits like a truck already. So you cannot just be mummy guarding, leaning away from punches. And yeah, it sucks she to see. Shots. You know, she misses and she just tries to come back with a backhand right off that and follow yeah, it up with the left. It was super sloppy and... You know, it, I feel bad because going into this, this was the battle of the divorce bills, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, like who's going to get that? Who's going to get that show money and that win money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anik. <laughs> yeah. And it turns He's out who's getting the show money and the win money is uh, Andrade's ex. 
<laughs> not Mackenzie Jones' ass. Hundred percent. And then, uh, but yeah, this this should have been stopped a lot earlier, man. Uh, I, I'm starting to think that uh, Mackenzie Dern probably owes Keith Peterson some money or something. Nah, I thought um, I thought it was fine. She got dropped, but she was there were flash knockdowns more so than anything. She was never like unconscious, you know. And you know, like people some people make it a career out of getting dropped. Look at Charles Oliveira, Fabrizio Verdum, specifically the jiu-jitsu people. They make a career of getting dropped. Someone goes in for the finish. They're in your guard now, and they sub them. You know that's how we got Fedor. Um, Do you just compare Dern to Alex uh, or to Oliveira? No, I'm just saying like. Jiu-jitsu fighters, when they get dropped and it's a flash knockdown and they're not unconscious, they're still dangerous. They're still more dangerous than any other fighter, in my opinion. You know, just because yeah, I guess. you go in there to finish them and you're and if you get sloppy, you know, they might you have dropped to a brown belt, but they might, they, might, yeah. they might catch you. Um, I'm not saying she's as good as Charles Oliveira. I'm just saying, you know, you give it the benefit of the doubt on knockdowns that you drop on your butt and you're still like there, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean... That's not an unconscious fighter, you know. That's someone praying they don't have to get up, but <laughs> and they did. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was at on the third knockdown, I think is where we probably could have been like, hey, okay, because it didn't seem like she wanted anything yeah. to do with it anymore. No. You know, and I, I think Keith Peterson, uh she was probably looking at Keith Peterson to to stop it at that point. Cause she's not gonna be. say, like, hey, I'm out. No, no, no. You know, so and and oh, well. but like you made a good point. Jason Perillo probably needs to still be there. And like, hey, uh, I know she was training with Henry Cejudo uh, a little bit. Maybe that was just for cameras because she didn't really shoot at all. Uh, she needs to be with people like Cejudo. Maybe come come to San Jose and and start training at AKA. Maybe you know, like, you need to be able to get them to the ground. You're not a striker. Yeah. You're not Bangkok ready. It's not going to happen at the top of the division. You know. Uh, Perillo will get you refined, but you're still not Bangkok ready. Even with Perillo, you still need to be able to get people to the ground. The hands need Center to be a distraction. Stand. Yeah, <laughs> the, sand, the the hands need to be a distraction. You know, if you catch Man. someone, great, but it should be a distraction to get in on a single leg, get in on a double leg. You know, like it's just so they, rough, man. That was rough to watch. Yeah. It's tough, but yeah. sometimes it falls. Sometimes it works out. You know, but. I'm glad for uh, Andrade because she's had such a cool career, just such a fun fighter who's had a lot of ups and downs and stringing together some losses lately. But yeah, she's still up there, still cracking. Shout out to Cannon, Mackenzie Dern becomes the champion ever in her career. No, no, right? No, it's not gonna yeah. happen. Maybe she I goes like to it. one. Maybe she goes to one and just does the uh, jujitsu matches. You know? Yeah, maybe. And she, keep on getting those bonuses from Chuck and Tom. Yeah. And have that guy yelling at the top of his lungs. Too. Yeah. What's his name again? Frank. Frank, dude. Our guy, Frank. All right. Yeah. We can move on to the next one. We had uh, the guy that has one of the best names in all mixed martial arts, Benoit Saint-Denis, versus uh, one of the best nicknames, Matt Steamrolla Frabola. Or as he likes to say now, Cornrolla Frabola. <laughs> That's great, dude. He is oh, legitimately man. hilarious. Matt Favola is that, funny as fuck. He is pretty but funny, dude. Like how you were talking about Tom Aspinall, I've been talking about Benoit Santini. You have. You know, he he came in and he he had that loss, right? It was a dog fight, but 
I think he was like short notice up a weight class. And since then, he's unbeaten. I think he's at like five. I can't check because I have the slide doing the slideshows. But I think he's on like a five fight finish streak. Is he not? Well, your boy here can check. Uh, let me see here. We have. He's an absolute uh, demon in there. Dude. Win head kick. Uh, then uh, win ground and pound with Tiago Moises. It's he beat two. Ismael Bonfim, rear naked it's choke. Three. He beats um, Gabriel Miranda, right hook. And he put, beat Nicholas Stoltz. Rear naked choke. So five, five fight winning streak, row. all finishes. And his only loss in the UFC was his debut up a weight class, I believe, right? Um, I mean, the guy is... Also has three canceled bouts in that time. So, hey, props yeah. to Christos Giagos, Joe Solecki, and from hell, Vince Pichel, because uh, those would have been Dodge tough fights. Dodge the show. After, after tonight, do you think any of those fights are losses if, if they went through? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, dude. dude. He is a straight up sap, and Matt Favola is no slouch, dude. This is a this is a good pickup here for for um, Benoit Santini. But you know, hey, shout out HLB Comer by the way. Late hey, night with fights the with the boys. <laughs> I love it. How good was that card? He says it was it a was lot so, of fun. It was so good. HLB Comer, this will be one of the few times that you hop on and you don't hear Will bash the card, man. True, true. I was <laughs> thoroughly enjoying this whole card. It was fun. You know, it was it was a legitimately card. very good card. But yeah, uh, talk to us then about Steam, yeah, uh, one roll of Frivola. Oh yeah, well Frivola, he hits like a truck, right? And he's got good wrestling, Sarah Longo team. But you this was a good test for for Benoit, I thought, just because, you know, like we've seen him fight Bonfim, who looked like a world beater, and you know, like but he, but he stops him with those. He was just body kick, body kick. That left kick that he has is nasty. He goes to the body and the head. And in this fight, you know, he he throws it to the body. Uh, Frivola got a knee up. He blocked it like a like Thai style, you know. And you see it with the Thai tattoos on his back. But uh, he brought the knee all the way up to block the body kick. But it still knocked him on his ass. <laughs> he yeah. blocked the body kick with his knee and it, and it dropped him. Uh, he goes in for the takedown. Benoit goes for the guillotine, jumps guillotine. Not good. They get on the ground. Uh, I think he sweeps him. Benoit sweeps him. Yep. Ends up on top in side control. And you're like, dude, yep. this guy is fucking legit, man. That left body kick. If you're a southpaw, oh my God, the left body kick is money. That's the most dangerous weapon because it hits you right on the liver. And then it sets up the high kick because you think body, this guy body kicks. You look, watch the Bonfim fight. If you're like six in a row and Bonfim's just like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. And then once he stopped, he takes him down, chokes him out. But in this one, he drops him with the body kick like stumbles him not like a not like a he's compromised but but then you see him also mixing the grappling you know like dude this guy is the kind of like the complete package here he's complete. and uh his distance management was really good too i like that like if you see this picture there's nowhere near getting hit by this shot um but here's uh for Vol shooting on him and then here he is oh how'd he get on top oh he looks so happy <laughs> yeah for looks so happy in that picture yeah yeah that's awesome and then they go, they go at it again, and uh, Frivola gets a good takedown, and uh, Benoit does a good job just hip escaping, getting back up to his feet, and as they disengage, Frivola's circling out, and he just throws that left body kick, except it wasn't a body kick. He goes up top, and you see the hands go low, thinking it's a body kick, and it just literally splits them open on the eyebrow, drops them. Uh, I mean, just beautiful, dude. Look at this picture. Yeah, and it, it, look at the background, too. Is that Megan Olivi and yeah, and, and DC both DC. yelling? <laughs> um, you know, but it's just such a good read. From, yeah, really. Uh, Santini too, because 
He's up against the cage. There's only one direction he can go. He can't reach with that punch. He's already been setting it up with the body kick the entire time. And he just saw his opening and he took him in. It was just beautiful yeah. timing and such a good read. Yeah, and I've seen people comment already. Being like, IQ. Yeah, and I've seen people think saying the opposite. And they're like, what was Matt Favola doing? Terrible IQ to just like think he could just skirt around the cage like that and escape. But how many times do you see people do that and nobody pulls the trigger on the high yep. kick? You know, like that happens yep. all the time. It takes a savage in there to just fucking act you know there's certain fighters who they might overthink it and be like oh, i don't want to overextend here and leave myself open but no dude there's some people who are just out there to kill benoit santanee dude he's fucking savage yeah and uh they were saying that uh he's only been fighting since 2017 is that right yeah tra started training mixed martial arts six years ago oh my fucking god nuts, dude. now uh by the way coming into this fight for vola was uh the underdog plus 180 uh, Benoit Saint Denis uh, minus two twenty five. Goddamn right. Yeah, uh, and it ended up happening the way that Vegas thought it was going to happen. Yeah, that's my boy right. though, Benoit Saint Denis. Everybody, you have you have been preaching about I, I Benoit Saint Denis for a while. I think people at this point they're not going to be doubting him, but for a while people were about doubting him hard because of his because of his debut. They're like, oh, Benoit Saint Denis, tough as nails, but he's really just a punching bag. And and he's gonna get exposed by these higher higher level guys. Yeah. No, dude, he was undersized on his debut. That's what that was, and he's still it would turn it into a dog fight. This guy, I think, is his no only joke. loss. Yeah, no joke. His only loss. You know who All else? Right. Is no joke. Are we talking about the next one? We sure are. <laughs> Let's go, Diego Lopez versus Pat Sabatini, man. Uh, so Diego Lopez has been an absolute monster. He's been on a tear since he's been in the UFC, right? Uh, let's go back and take a look at his last couple of fights, all right? So he beats Gavin Tucker. Uh, uh, H.B. Comer says, well, he's French, so we knew he is a badass. Also, real quick, Benoit Santini, uh loved that he's shouting out Veterans Day here in the States and then says, thank you guys for uh, saving us in 1945. Uh, and then he's like, World War One and World War Two, And he's like, I'm like, damn, dude, Benoit Santini is really thanking uh yeah america you, for world war ii you text right that now. and i was like hey better late than never you know better what i mean but uh yeah. so he fights evloev short notice fight yeah. against evloev yeah you throw evloev out of all people and sometimes you see these fights go through and you're like okay well that should be an easy win for evloev or whichever mm -hmm. veterans in there last minute replacement but he comes in and he almost takes out evloev yeah loses you know, but it shows unanimous decision mm-hmm for Evlo, but it's a lot of dicey moments. There's yes. dicey moments in there. And then he beats Gavin Tucker with a triangle arm bar. And now Pat Sabatini. Dude, it makes me sad when you see Pat Sabatini and they show the videos leading up to him. He's like, he's just never seen a guy like me before. Yeah, the classic. You know, it, like, yeah, he's fought other people, but he hasn't fought me. Yeah. And Diego, <laughs> you have Lopez coming in here and you're like, I think he has, and I think yeah. he's done pretty well against people like you because he put on an amazing performance against. Yeah, and we we talked about his last fight, but against the Evola fight, you never know when someone steps in on short notice and they have that type of like, whoa, this guy's actually really good. You know, like Lando. I always go back to Lando Venata versus Tony Ferguson, where you're like, holy shit, he's like dropping Tony Ferguson, things like that, and then they never quite capitalized moving forward from that. It was like a flash in the pan, perfect perfect storm type thing it's not that way for diego this dude is legit he's he's for real uh because in this fight sabatini very good wrestler sabatini um 
He's opening up with the kicks early, shoots a takedown, and immediately Diego, he like stuffs it, stuffs it, stuffs it, brings him back up, pushes him away. And I was like, oh, dude, this might be a long night. Pushes him it away? Wasn't. He like yeah. ragdolled him, dude. Like he like <laughs> yeah. hits the underhook and was like, good on yeah. But then Sabatini cracked him. He hit him hard. And it was like, oh, no. I was so sad. I was like, no, because it's my boy. You know, because he's like the scene dude. He's got like the emo haircut and shit. And I was like, it makes me bring me back to middle school. And I'm just like, I need this guy to survive this. And then everything after that was all Diego. It was all Diego. After he got he got cracked once, and that was about it. Um, yeah, and it was that other takedown attempt actually when when he ragdolls and tosses him off yeah. to the side. Right, he throws Sabatini off to the side, and uh, you know just the awareness of Lopez to say, okay, he's very vulnerable right now in this position. Right, while he's trying to stand yeah. up. He throws that little uppercut, yeah. boom, catches him clean, and it's, which, by the way, I think is what actually hurt him. That's what hurt him right? for sure, yeah. Yeah, because then he steps back, and he already seems to be a little wobbly. Lands that, yeah, that big shot, drops Yeah, there's Sabatini, no good picture man. of it, but this is the picture right before, because he's kind of fading away. Pat Sabatini got uppercutted in this picture, and he's moving yeah. away. And as he's At this point in time, he's already thinking, over. like, oh, no. Yeah, and he's frame. You can see him framing on Diego with his uh his left arm, and Diego just goes right over that left arm, throws that overhand. You can see Hunter Campbell in the background, uh, trying to impress uh, Kid Rock, but Kid Rock's actually watching the fight because uh, <laughs> that's why he's there. Um, but then he cracks him, and then they go all the way back up against the fence, and immediately Pat is arm is trapped, and his head is like bouncing yeah. around as Diego's just landing gnarly shots. He's a finisher, man. He's a straight-up finisher. Dribbling his head a little. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was rough. rough. Yeah. Uh, HLB Comer says, Sabatini needs some Usada-free vitamins. Yeah, dude. But why? At this point, dude, why? Dude, ripped in his back. His yeah, back is yeah. gnarly, dude. His back is gnarly, but, like, Usada's gone pretty soon, dude. You know? We only got a month left of Usada. A month yeah. and a half. Right in time. Yeah. Conor McGregor. <laughs> Coming up soon. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, those were all the fights we're covering on the main card. Actually, that was all the main card. Now, um, yeah, very good. Main covering card. on the undercard, by the way. Uh, we're just gonna do three, and one of them, the one we're about to cover, is gonna be very fast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. We're gonna go with the uh, Ursig versus Costa. No, we're actually just gonna skip straight to uh, uh, Godinez versus Ricci, just because it's yes, late they style. did fight. They did fight. We had uh, Lupita Godinez versus uh, Tabata Ricci. Oh, Tabata. Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Probably one of your uh, favorite fighters based off the weigh-ins. <laughs> <laughs> she did look fit. She yeah. she do be fit, man. Yeah. Rich, Rich is at the movie theater right now. This is the impromptu uh, episode. Yeah. H.O.B. Comer asking, where's my boy Rich? He also says, I think this would be a good opportunity for Miro to take his shirt off. Oh. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, he probably thinks I have similar tattoos as the Diego Jones. Lopez. <laughs> yes, uh, but that would be false, sir. I do not have any of those tattoos. Uh, but yes, we had uh, Godinez versus Ricci. What did you think of this fight, Will? Uh, not a good fight, but um, you know it was a, a record-breaking fight with uh, Lupita Godinez uh, becoming the first female uh, UFC fighter to win four fights in a calendar year. So I figured we might as well at least say that about the fight. Props to her. Congratulations, uh, Miss Godinas. Now, we also had other fights. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to go over uh, uh, Matus versus Roberts? 
Uh, no, we're just gonna go. Uh, I like how you don't oh, want to say Zadikov. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I was like, Rembetsky. 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 I was ready to go Rebecca. You know what I mean? Rebecca. It looks Rebecca. DC says Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm guessing we're, we're going Sadikov. Yeah, Sadikov versus Slava Claus. Holy Slava shit. Claus. What a fight, Holy shit. dude. When we started this, uh, we started this before they had announced the bonuses for the uh, the event, but this has got to be fight of the night. It was so good. This is so good. You know, we talked about how I have a short list of like when there's a crazy knockout. Oh, that's a knockout of the year contender. Oh, that's a fight of the year contender. This is, I don't, it's probably not a fight of the year, but I put it on the list because goddamn is it good. Goddamn. Dude, and the thing is, you have uh, Borshev coming in, right? He has some Chris boxing, dude. Uh, known for being a solid kickboxer. Yeah, it, dude, the way that he was stepping into those body shots, mm-hmm. right? That and first round kick. for me was just, he was putting on a master class clinic and I was like, Oh dude, this is going to be smooth sailing uh, for yeah. all the way through those leg uh, kicks, dude. Sadikov just eating them clearly, clearly messing with his game a little bit and just, yeah, he was getting picked apart that first round. And, and it, you know, sometimes there's like point fighting picked apart and then there's like bat, 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 left hook to the body and just like jab two left to the body uppercut. And you're just like, Oh my God, this guy is, putting it all onto him and the leg kicks were like buckling him. And then the second round, it was a little different. <laughs> Borshev comes through and lands a nice left hook, which dazes uh, or Sadikov landed a big left hook. Yeah. yeah. Puts Borshev on skates. And as he's stepping back, decides to go up with that head kick money. Yeah. It, yeah. It, clearly. Look at, that, look at the look on his face. <laughs> and, but the way he fell though, it was like, he was like, Ugh. Yeah, like, <laughs> equilibrium Dude, gone. Can't feel my legs. Gone. I didn't realize when I when I pulled this picture. I didn't realize Uriah Faber's reaction here. Yeah, <laughs> that was not oh, looking. No. <laughs> you know my what did boy. look good though? Actually, I'd like to call it out too. In the first round, um, Borshev's uh, Borshev's um, takedown defense looked a lot better this fight, uh, and his ability mm. to get to a single leg to get back up when he was when he did get to the ground, very good because that's always been like. Every time he gets taken down, you're like, well, there's the rest of the round. Uh, but not this Well, if there's anything that Team Alpha Male can help him out with, man, it'd be his wrestling uh, and his guillotine. And his guillotine yeah, yeah you know? 100%. Uh, so, so, yeah, all drops from going the high down. Kick. He lands a big elbow, right? Immediately. Slices <laughs> him up. Mm-hmm. Borsha just sliced up. He's bleeding all over the place. Uh, now, did you think it was a mistake? For the, what a picture. Oh, my God. The front kick, when they got up, the front kick, he landed. And he just ate this. This didn't even wobble him. It's like he's sticking his toe, his toe right up his nostril. It's crazy, um, But it, do you think it was a mistake for Sadikov to go down on the ground with him versus telling him stand up? I don't. I don't. It, it, in, in the heat of the moment, like you, we say all the time, like path of least resistance. You got Borshev on his back. This is where you try to grind him out. You, we've seen him get completely... Not not just beaten down, but also just sapping his gas tank. Like if you can grind him out for a for a round after dropping with a high kick, most likely he's not even gonna be there in the third round. It's gonna be a shell of him, you know. So like I don't think it was in the moment, I don't think it was as bad as like Joe Rogan was saying and stuff. And when you're watching on TV, yeah, you're probably like, Yeah, let him up because he's so wobbly. But I don't think it was a bad decision. You know why I agree with you, Will? Because Borshev is known for his kickboxing. 
Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily known for his grappling. Now, like, let's say that Sadikov would have jumped on top of somebody that's really known for their jujitsu, their wrestling, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like this person's going to be able to put themselves in a position where they can recover, right? They go into mm-hmm. autopilot. They're still dangerous. With Borshev, it's like, hey, take your shot, man. Yeah. Like, you know, gain a better position. See if you can land some ground and pound. You might be able to put him out that way. He might turn into a, you know, give up his back. You can probably choke mm-hmm. him out because he's out of it, right? He, yeah. he was hurt. He was seriously hurt. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, not mad at it, right? And then it comes the third round. It comes the third round. And then it comes oh the third round, God, and Borsha's like, oh, that's right. I'm in a fight. Yeah. Let me do what I do, right? Yeah. Let me use my footwork. Let me let me start throwing combos again, dude. Three, four-punch combos and ending them in yeah. the body. It was good work, it was dude. So, so good, dude. First and round, ten Borsha. Yeah. Right? Second round, Sadikov, 10-8. Third round, 10-9. Borsha. So, draw. We get a draw. We get a draw. <laughs> and we get the happy dance at the end between these two guys. Dude, look how happy they both look. Because um, the draw was the right call. Uh, oh, yeah. Mind you, mind you this, uh, the judge that uh, gave this, uh, didn't score the 10-8 round in the second, um, was also the same judge that gave Tabitha Ricci a 30-27 in her Lupita Godinez fight, which was clearly wrong. Mm-hmm. He also gave Mackenzie Dern uh, the first round of the fight against Andrade, even though she got dropped. <laughs> Look, some people are just not good at their job, you know? No. Sure are. And, yeah, that's one of them right there. Uh, but what a fight. Yeah, it, it's a very good fight mm-hmm. and one that, uh, like, go back and watch it if you missed it because it was on the prelims because it was a straight-up dog fight. And it's definitely that list of fights that you have growing uh, as the year ends. It's like, what are the notable fights of the year? This is one of them. This is one of the ones yeah. you go back and be like, oh, <clears throat> shit, that's a banger. Like in a couple of years, you go back and watch this one. You'll be like, damn, I remember this one. It's a good oh, one. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. For like uh, Gilbert Melendez versus Diego Sanchez for me. Like that's one of the fights oh, where I always think, so like, oh, that was such a fun fight. This will be one of them for sure. Yeah. Uh, what other fight did you want to copy? Uh, cover? Uh, last one I want to do. Um, also, shout out to K9, JK, JK, JK. Much love, y'all. I don't think we saw the other ones, but shout out. Uh, I don't know if you want your full name uh, or your real name said, but shout out. That's one of the boys. Um, uh, we'll go on to uh, Jared Gordon versus Mark Madsen. Nice. Madsen, the silver medalist, Madsen. Yeah, the thing that they continue talking about every single time this guy fights, that's all they focus on. That's and all uh, he's got. No yes. disrespect. But look, his no striking disrespect. looked better in this fight. Dude, I thought yeah. his striking looked better in this fight. The dirty Very boxing. tricky, man. Very tricky. He would yes. grab with the left, the, the single collar tie on Gordon with the left hand. And then with his right hand, he'd grab wrist control and he'd pull it out to the side. And then as soon as he'd pull it out of the way, knee up the middle, right to the right to the chest, dude. It was brutal. It was such a nasty game plan. And Gordon's a dog for sitting through that because lesser fighters would crumble to that type of pressure and that type of assault. Um, but instead, he was like, dude, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah, like, like I've seen not, it all. I've seen it all, dude. I've been, like he said, doing heroin under this arena before. Uh, I've seen it all. <laughs> uh, wow. And he cracks him over the top. Uh, and it was almost like comical the way Marco Madsen's legs went out when he when he hit him with that because it, it like spun him around. It looked like one of the video game knockouts that everybody complains about being so bad because <laughs> uh, it, it looked like gravity was turned up to like like another thirty percent. Like C. Yeah, see, it's real. 
Yeah. Uh, but dude, uh, you know, Manson kind of got a taste of his own medicine because when they were up against a cage, you know, I in, uh, the pictures. The, the, no, <laughs> you're good, dude. The tables return, and like you're talking about, you know, he hooks the back of the neck with that that left hand, and then Gordon lands that little uppercut, that dirty boxing while he's in there. Mm-hmm. Except uh, Madsen couldn't take Gordon's. No, no, he he dropped like a sack of potatoes, man. And then uh, Jared Gordon had a cool little moment on the mic. What do you say? I didn't. I, I didn't even listen to it. He was super stoked to be fighting in uh, Madison Square Garden. And um, he posted also like the ticket prices. And he was like, dude, the ticket prices are crazy. I've spent, he spent like an ungodly amount of, of money on uh, tickets. Let me see if I can find it. Um, what? For his uh, friends and family, I'm guessing? Yeah. And people thought it was going to be like a retirement fight. I think he said that. Um, like, I, I think he said that up until up, like leading up to the fight but then he called out um who did he call out he called out somebody in the interview and i was like oh, okay he was like i need hmm. uh yeah he's like i need um a top 15 fighter or something like that and i was like oh he's still doing it cool he spent twenty two thousand dollars on tickets uh tonight what twenty two thousand dollars it's probably more than he got paid <laughs> i hope we got a bonus <laughs> like what the hell dude man oh, wow. that's nuts well, uh, he, uh, hopefully, he does get a bonus. Yeah, are the, are the bonuses posted yet? After taxes are out, uh, you know, breaks even. Yeah, let's see. Um, I don't think they posted the bonuses yet. Yeah, I don't see them either. That sucks because I was thinking by the time we got to them, we would have them. Um, nope. Oh wait, no, we do have them. Let's see. We got. Uh, well, real quick, let's do. Let's keep it with the same order we always do it. But um, we're gonna go moment of silence then. Moment of silence. Um, Matt Schnell was originally supposed to fight Urseg. That would have been fun. Um, Derek Brunson versus Delize. Mm. Uh, Brunson withdrew. Now he's in PFL. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Um, John Jones was originally supposed to fight Stipe for the main event. Jones tore his pec. Some people might say allegedly. I think it's probably fine. I think he probably actually did. I don't think he wanted to miss that that payday. You know, it's yeah. kind of crazy, but um, but yeah. So that's um, what the uh, moment of silence was. Uh, Canine says twenty two k is one hell of a business expense. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he can write it off. <laughs> I don't know. Um, All right, but for bonuses we had uh, fight of the night: Borshov versus Sadikov. Obviously, performance bonuses. We went one championship. We went Chachi level. We got Diego what? Lopez. We got Jessica Andrade. We got Benoit Santini. We got Tom Aspinall. We got Alex Pededa. Chachi. Whoa. Dana Chachi. White. <laughs> uh, but it was what, very What is it part. that they hand out over there? $50,000? $50, no, no, it's not dollars. What is it? Oh, well, they do 350000 bot. 350000 bot. Okay, which is yeah. like ten grand, right? Uh, something or like something that. like that. Yeah, that's, that's well, probably that's what Dana was giving that's everybody. The Friday that's He's giving the everybody Friday fifty thousand bot, you know. <laughs> yeah, fifty thousand bot is probably what is that? That's not. Yeah, I don't know. That's, dude. That, that's why he's giving it out so freely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another uh, cool thing though uh, from this card is, uh, I believe it is the it broke the record for gate. No. Um. Shit. Why did I fucking refresh that? Uh. Total fight time for all uh main card fights. 
is the quickest ever. By the um, way, I really appreciate it. Yeah, shout out to all y'all. Uh, eighteen, it was like eighteen minutes or something like that. Eighteen twenty-five for all five fights. Absolute I'll insanity. It. I'll take it. God damn, what a card, huh? It was a fun card, man. And like I was telling HLB Comer, you know it's good if you don't bash a card at all. Will it was a good card. Yeah, I mean, credit where credit's due. The UFC knocked it out of the park this time. Uh, I like it. Thanks, thanks, John Jones. Uh, what do we got? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, next week is UFC Fight Night. Uh, Ooh, Paul man, Allen versus all this uh, one, huh? <laughs> yeah, Ugh. yeah. That's um, let's it's see. Uh, Brendan yeah. Allen versus Paul Craig. Yeah, Brendan Allen versus Paul Craig. I heard you. What do we got? Jake Matthews versus Michael Morales as the Michael Morales, main super event. Fun, up and comer. What a what a co-main event though, huh? Uh, Ooh, Jordan, Jordan Levitt versus Chase Hooper. That's actually a fun matchup. That is a fun um, matchup. Um versus Pinheiro. That's not bad, also. Gross Medich is always fun versus Johnny Parsons. Yeah. That's a fun fight. Johnny Parsons, I really like. Uh, what do we got? Trey Ogden versus Nicholas Moda or Mata. That's all right. Uh, Jonathan Pierce versus Joe Anderson Brito is going to be a fucking banger. That's a great fight. It's a good one, yeah. too. There's some good ones sprinkled in there, huh? All right. Well, again, going to be tough to follow this card. Uh, it's going to be tough. But we'll have fights next weekend nonetheless. All right. Hey, yeah. I want to give a quick shout out, Will, to a uh, mm-hmm. K9. Uh, millimeter HLB Comer, Regen, Blunderbob, thank you for joining us, even though it was a late night Story of the Fight edition. Uh, sure was, huh? Ones. Yeah, y'all are real ones for joining us. We are trying to reach 10,000 uh, subscribers, so please tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your aunties, let them know. Anybody that loves MMA, hop on, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, goes a long way. Uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube is preferred so you can see all the pictures and everything that we're talking about, uh, mm-hmm. but also Apple Podcasts and anywhere else podcasts are found. Or uh, the website lists a bunch of other stuff too, right, Will? Yeah, storyfight.com will list all our social medias. You know, we're on Spotify. We're on all that shit. Um, also, next week, I forgot to mention A1 Combat, Andrew Toasty Tosty. Let's go. What a Making shirt. his pro debut for Uriah Faber's promo- promotion. It's going to be on Fight Pass, I believe. Uh, the prelims might be on YouTube. Not sure. Um, but definitely one to watch. Going to be sick. Friend of the show. Friend from before the show. Doing great things. Fucking sick. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. <laughs> With that being said, uh, this is usually where I give uh, Rich a shout out uh, for producing the show. But he's off <laughs> at the movie theater right now. But shout out, Rich. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another week of Story of the Fight. How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight.